Welcome to Fertility Focus. This weekly minisode is designed to help you improve your fertility. Every Tuesday, I'll be focusing on actionable steps to help you take control of your own trying to conceive journey. I'm Maria. I'm a personal trainer specializing in fertility. Whether you're preparing for IVF, managing your BMI, or ready to throw everything you have at your own trying to conceive journey, tune in each week to hear more. In this week's show, I'm talking about signs and symptoms of infertility, but not the symptoms you hear about regularly. I'm going to talk you through symptoms of infertility that often go unnoticed. It's important that you're aware of these symptoms as each one of them indicates that there may be some underlying issues that could have an effect on your ability to conceive. Number one, if you ever experience a frequent need to urinate, constipation and pain or discomfort during sex, then these could be symptoms of uterine fibroids. Uterine fibroids are non-cancerous growths that develop in or around the uterus. And when it comes to fertility, whilst it's rare that fibroids can cause issues, large fibroids can cause problems in both the getting pregnant and the staying pregnant. Fibroids can cause issues with implantation of the embryo, especially if the fibroids are big. And if you have a submucosal fibroid, that's one that grows from the muscle wall into your womb, it may block a fallopian tube and this will likely cause issues with getting pregnant. To check for fibroids, your doctor can do a pelvic exam and may refer you for a scan. And the good news is that even if the doctor does discover fibroids, you may not need any treatment at all. And if you do need treatment, you can be prescribed medication to help. Number two, have you ever noticed that your period arrives not long after ovulation? A normal length of time between ovulation and your period arriving is around 14 days. Now, this length of time is important because it gives your progesterone levels time to rise and develop the lining of your uterus so that a fertilized egg can implant into the uterus and stay there for the full nine months. This phase of your cycle is called the luteal phase. And if this phase is short, 11 days or less, this can lead to problems with you becoming pregnant. There can be different reasons for having a short luteal phase. So the first thing to do is to understand what's causing the issue. A short luteal phase can be caused by a number of factors, including extreme exercise, and this is why I designed my workouts so that you can regulate how hard you work and stress. So if either of these factors are present, it's a good idea to try and manage them as soon as possible. Number three, you can also have a short follicular phase. Now, this is the part of your cycle where you grow your eggs prior to ovulation. Your follicular phase should last around 16 days, but it can last between 11 and 27. If it's too short, this could be a sign that your ovaries are aging and it often happens as you approach menopause. If your hormone levels don't do what they're supposed to do, your follicles can ripen too quickly, meaning the egg inside may not be mature enough or be ready to be fertilized. In order to diagnose a short follicular phase, you need to track your cycle so that you have a clear understanding of what's going on. But the good news is that if it is too short, there are things that can be done, both naturally and via medication. These methods include eating particular foods like green leafy vegetables, as these can help your body to utilize estrogen as well as possible. And there are also medications that you can take. Number four, one other symptom of infertility is that of facial hair. A number of women with PCOS, in particular those women with high levels of androgens, have higher than normal levels of facial hair. And some women can grow a full beard should they wish to. The treatment for this is once again linked to controlling the hormones that cause the issue in the first place. There are natural remedies thought to lower androgen levels, like peppermint tea. But if something more is needed, the individual will need to take medication to manage the hormones. Unfortunately, the medication doesn't solve the issue permanently, so you need to keep taking the meds for the hair to stay away. 
you are experiencing excess hair, for example, excess facial hair, but you've not had your hormone levels checked, do you go and ask your doctor for a blood test just to see what's going on? Number five, your period, or rather what you think is your period, but isn't. Are you confused? Well, don't worry, I'll explain. A number of women who go on to discover that they have fertility issues are shocked to learn that the bleed that they thought was their period actually wasn't. Now, this may sound a bit strange, but for women who don't have regular periods, you tend to assume that any bleed you do experience is anti-flow and that she's decided to finally turn up. The issue is that sometimes this bleed isn't what we would consider a true period, and it's actually what's called a breakthrough bleed. This can also happen to women when they're pregnant, which is why some women don't know they're pregnant until much further down the line. A breakthrough bleed is again related to hormones, so it's a good idea to track when these happen carefully to see if there is a pattern. It's also a good idea to look at the type of bleed that you're having. Healthy period blood should be a bright red or crimson colour. You should not be in agonising pain, and they shouldn't be so heavy that they're soaking through multiple tampons and pads in rapid succession. If you notice that your periods are completely irregular, or that you have any of the symptoms I just listed, go to the doctor and make sure they take you seriously. Ask for further testing or scans to find out what's going on. If you want to make sure that you work out regularly with people who truly understand what you're going through, then follow me on Instagram at fitness underscore fertility, where you will find my community of thousands of women who are also trying to conceive. And if you can't wait to work out, head over to fitnessfertility.com and sign up for my awesome free workouts. Don't forget to subscribe to the Fitness Fertility Podcast and tune in every Friday to hear interviews with fertility experts and in-depth discussions on all aspects of fitness and fertility. And one more thing, please share the show because you never know who's struggling and they may need that little bit of extra help. <laughs>